Welcome everybody to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. Uh, this is a this is a, a treat that we're about to get into. So uh, don't be looking for the short end of the stick on this one. This one is definitely gonna be, uh, you know what I'm saying, a movie. I can't be right here. Where can I be? Where can I be? What is what is considered Tulane property? Okay, so where do I go then? I mean, because this is a, this ain't nothing but a public sidewalk. So two feet behind me is not public sidewalk. Just two feet. So right here is. Okay. Well, I'll stand right here. Okay, you cool with that? Yeah, I'm going to get my stuff. All right. Now, this guy, he pulls up, and then he pulls off, then he pulls back up. All right. Hey, God bless you. You have a nice day, all right? So, like I was saying... We're going to have a whole lot more to say today, so I hope that y'all are ready. You're fasting, you got your popcorn, and everybody do, uh, you know what I'm saying? The holy shuffle. We're coming out of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 230-235, and this is what it says. It says, Shihon came against us. He and all his people to fight at Jaza. And the Lord our God delivered him before us. And we smote him and his sons and all his people. And we took all his cities at that time and utterly destroyed the men and the women and the little ones of every city. We left none to remain. Only the cattle we took for a prey unto ourselves and the spoil of the cities which we took. Okay, now understand this is what God does. God has to go and do evil. This is where man knows good and evil like us. But the only time God uses evil is to get rid of evil. And when it comes to a lot of times that you see people doing things in some of these third world countries, it's because of how evil and wicked they are. Just like we was talking about how God flooded the world. God flooded the world not because he was evil, it was because of the world was evil. The world was so fully evil and wicked that he had to clean it. That's the only way you get things clean is with water. And everything that we have on this earth is from the dirt. There's nothing on this earth that has no dirt on it. No matter how clean and polished it may look, it's still dirty. It comes from the earth. It ain't nothing but trash. So, uh, doing this, doing this deal, you have it to where God has an army, and He is sought out to to go against evil wicked people that corrupt and possess the land of people just passing by 
people just standing around. They'll just come and possess them and corrupt them and do evil and wicked things to them. Take them off. And this is when God will get to the point where he's sick and tired of this. And that's when he will send and destroy all the evil of that land. And this is what God has sought out, sought out to do when he found Abraham to make the tribes. The whole purpose of the tribes is to sustain righteousness in the world, of the world. But when it comes to the tribe, the flip side of this happens to them because they get possessed by the evil and wickedness of this world and of those people who does all this wickedness and evilness. And they don't have nothing else to do but wickedness and evilness because this is all they know. This is all they want to do. They do not want to listen or hurt into the word of God or to the man of God. So when it comes to it, we're going to show you just how possessive and corrupted, you know what I'm saying, people can get. Okay? And what we are not supposed to do when it comes to being the chosen people of God. Okay? For, 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 as, as you can see, Tulane, it's a Sunday, nobody's out. I'm standing outside on the sidewalk and I can't put my things on the little uh, slab stone that they have. I can't touch Tulane property. I can't touch it. Sitting here doing just a little seg sermon here. And is that wicked? I don't know. That's just business, I guess. You know, because a public sidewalk is a public sidewalk, and the the sidewalk is definitely uh, tied into their property. And I'm not graffitiing. I'm not squatting. No, I'm not eating or anything. I'm just standing around reading the Bible, and they called the police on me. But this is like the fourth time they've done it. But now, is it wicked? Or is it business? I, I don't know. I mean, Tulane is a hospital. They are known to help people. If I'm not hurting you, why are you, uh, why are you causing, why are you making it as a threat of what I'm doing right now? If I'm not doing nothing to hurt you. But this is what they do when it comes to, uh, the word of God and this is the evil people that we talk about you know and so here we are right and as I as I stand here and do the work of the Lord I got the cop watching me he's staring right at me he does not want to leave and that's okay he's gonna make sure that I don't go over here and preach the word of God to anybody so I will stand on this sidewalk until it's all done and everybody can have a nice and safe day. Because with the coronavirus going on, I do not want to stand close to this building and give it anything if I have it. So I will stand right here on the sidewalk. So as we go on, I'm going to show you what the wicked and evil things that we are not supposed to do. That is an abomination of God that we are not supposed to do. And how these tables get turned on us by the people Who's supposed to preach this word and give us the deliverance that we need to stay safe?
amongst God's chosen ones. We are going to go to Leviticus 18. And in Leviticus 18, we hear we say, uh, It says, and the word, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. Now, let's look at that right quick. The word, I am the Lord your God. And when it comes to the, uh, the part, I am the Lord your God, it says this in Exodus 6, 7. In Exodus 6, 7, it says that I will take you, I will take you for a people, and I will be to you a God. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from under the the burdens of the Egyptians alright but now as we go to uh, uh, Leviticus I mean Exodus 6 chapter 2 and 3 it says and God spoke unto Moses and said unto him I am the Lord and I appeared unto Abraham unto Isaac and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty but by my name Jehovah was I not known of to them? Now he says here, he says, I appear to all these people by the name of God Almighty. By that name. But by my name, see, that go that that go that little word that we miss. By the name and by my name. Okay? But now, here is the twist part about it. Because, uh, as this is written, the son of Jesus, the son, the man that knows him, the man that he came from, you know what I'm saying, the man that came from this man. All right? This, this is the clues and the puzzles. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I say, some people add on and some people take off and all this other stuff. Because if there wasn't no J's, back then for Jesus then how did Jehovah get a J and it's not even much pronounced Jehovah because there's a hyphen on the O so it's pronounced some other way but what I'm trying to point out is that we need to take and pay more attention to the things that we read in this book and what people are saying here and there and everywhere because there's a lot of times that some people get things uh twisted as they you know what I'm saying they write this book and this is how you know what's what I mean my name is Tyrone if you call me by any other name do you think I'm gonna answer it so we have to be sure what we're doing here because see this is real this is very very real God is very very real but you have to be up on your game of what you what you learning and what you are practicing and also what you are uh you know what I'm saying uh asking for so to speak 
what what are you uh, uh, repeating? And uh, you know, because Jesus said this. He said, uh, when you pray, you pray like this. He said, uh, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Okay. Now, like I said, it wasn't no J's back then. So it's really not no telling what could happen here. When it comes to the fact that we don't know who are all preaching this word and teaching this word and writing this word. But the clues and the puzzles and all that are there for you to find out the real deal of things. Now, it could be Jehovah or it could be hallowed. All I know is that out of Jesus, Marty said, hallowed be thy name. Okay? But we're going to keep on going with this. You know what I'm saying? And it says this. These are the things that we are not to be filthy with. It says, it says, after the doing of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye not do and after the doing of the land of Canaan, whether I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordainments. And that word ordainance, that means something right there. All right. Ordainance. Let's go. Exodus, Exodus 23:24. Exodus 23:24 says this. It says, Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them. Okay? And their images. Okay? And ye shall serve the Lord your God, your God, not their God. Now, if any of their God brought them out of Egypt, I could see you worshiping them or something. I don't know. If that's who did it But this guy who brought you out of Egypt Who brought us out of Egypt Or whoever they brought Because there was a bunch of them That came from Jacob It wasn't just the twelve Now this cop that was just now Doing the work of two angels Now probably was one of the Hebrews That came from Jacob Who knows Who knows right But we are all slaves when it comes to the, the master Or whatever you know whoever pays us See Everybody like I'm just doing my job Yeah you're a slave So to speak because you do You do the wrong things against right And you will not kick out the wrong Which is running our country right now But they got a job to do They just trying to make it home With their kids and everything So it's not for me to get mad at him it's me to get mad at the principalities that caused him to come over here and tell me to move, kick me off the property. That's, that's, I'm not the first, I'm going to be the last person that has that happen. You're going to do it to people who ain't preaching the word. You're going to do it to people that is preaching the word. But one thing they're doing, they're doing wrong to something right. Now, out of all the things I could have been standing here doing, I'm doing something right. And, you know, you get kicked off from doing that. But this is a public sidewalk. I don't see where in the world am I not allowed on this. So, it says this here. 
It says, ye shall do my judgments and keep my ordainings. To walk therein, I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. He, and I am the Lord. He shall live in them. Okay? If you do them, you should live in them. Which means, bro, day in and day out, you are sleeping and waking up to the Lord and doing his work. This, this, is, this is based upon the preacher solely to teach the people, the children of God. To, 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 to do these things not, not be you know what I'm saying of the ordainings of the people that don't believe in God and does not follow his commandments and do all the abominations so here we go right it says none of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness I am the Lord the nakedness of thy father or thy nakedness of thy mother shalt thou not uncover she is thy mother thou shalt not uncover her nakedness the nakedness of thy father's wife shalt thou not uncover it is thy father's nakedness okay the nakedness of thy sister the daughter of thy father or daughter of thy mother you get that the, the, the daughter of thy father or the daughter of thy mother which means if I'm born from this woman if she had a baby by another man I, that person too that's next of kin okay 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 it says uh, whether she be born at home or born abroad see that's what I'm talking about right there if, they, if it was a marriage thing or if it was a separation thing if she got if she was birthed by sea and this is a this is not me now this is the holy spirit giving you everything because i don't know this book but we're gonna keep going even there nakedness thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy son's daughter you heard me thy son's daughter or of thy daughter's daughter even their nakedness thou shalt not cover un uncover you heard me uh for there is thy own nakedness now what people think God is when it comes to the chosen tribes or just the, just the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the children of God. You know what I'm saying, the people of God or whatever. What do they take God as? Well, in some of these altars and everything, bro, you see the man taking the flock and uncovering the nakedness of it. You see this world and it gives you nothing but grief, grief and everything and you have to uncover your nakedness whether it's a cousin or uncle or whatever and this is what goes on. Because these are the ways of day uh, ordainings. And being in this land which is not their land which is really the people's land that, that was taken from because they didn't know anything about God. They lost their way. And the people that did know God used it as their advantage to come and take away the land. So it's, it's, it's never a, a racist thing. It's a religion thing. So here it is. Because they didn't come here to teach them the word of God and what they shouldn't do and, and all this other stuff. They came in all the ways of knowing that they didn't know and that they were lost. 
and that they had the right to do this by them being lost and they wasn't there to teach them. But God says he sends people to do that also. It says the nakedness of thy father's wife and all that type of stuff. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister. She is thy father's near kinswoman. Uh, thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister. And it goes on, bro. Okay, thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of the daughter-in-law. She is the son, the, thy son's wife. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. Okay, it is thy brother's nakedness. Alright, thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of the woman and her daughter. Know what I'm saying? Neither shalt thou take her son's daughter. Okay, or her daughter's daughter and uncover the nakedness. For thou art her near kinsman. It is wickedness. Neither shall thou take a wife to her sister and vex her to uncover her nakedness beside the other in her time. And this is where, you know, you got this thing where you want to you wanna run a train and all that type of stuff. And you want group sex and all that type of stuff. All that type of stuff is an abomination to the people of God, bro. And for those that are heathens that are doing this type of stuff, hey, bro, you can't get mad at them or doing that. They're lost. And most likely in due time, God would visit them and smite them if they don't listen to the word of God that says don't do this. Why is this word intelligent like it is to where it, 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 it's, it's uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a structure. All right. It's a demand to do this. Why? Well, look at all the diseases that's happening in this world. It wouldn't be so if it wouldn't be so wicked when it comes to uncovering nakedness. Look at all these out of wedlock children and everything. It wouldn't be like that if you were to get married and settle down and have a few kids, but have a career to support them also. Because, see, when it comes to it, you heard me? You're not able to support. You're going to wind up selling them. But that's why the commandments are very necessary. That's why God's law is very necessary. It will take away the pestilence, the diseases, the murdering, and all this other stuff. You know, the diabetes and all this other stuff. Do you know that the same cells that are in that meat that causes a pig to blow up, you eat it? It, it causes you to blow up just picture it right you got the tuna that's full of mercury or whatever if, if, if anything eats something that's poison or chemical wise and you wind up eating it you're going to get affected by that meat so picture the diabetes and all that that sits in the pig man that you eats it you're getting affected by it that's why thou should not eat that stuff you know what I'm saying? Now, if you have a way, now, they, they, they have it in the Bible, said, what I have clean, what God has clean, thou shalt eat. Hey, bro. That's if you at your dying best of eating. That's if you are at your dying best, that you ain't had nothing to eat for months or something. You about to die on the last breath, on the last breath you take, because you ain't had nothing to eat. But let's keep going. It says, uh... Neither thou shalt not 
take a wife to his sister, right? Okay. Also, thou shalt not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart from her uncleanness, which means her cycle. You are not supposed to lay down with a woman that is on her cycle because, see, that is that is bad blood, which all bad all blood exposed to the air is bad blood. It's tainted. Once the air hits that blood, hey, bro, there's nothing but diseases in that, and there's nothing but affections in there. That's why every time when you get a cut, they say, "Man, let me disin, let me in, let me uh put some peroxide and all that to uh." before it get infected, for the wound get infected. Cause once the wind start hitting it, infections and stuff start happening. And the same infections that we have right now ain't nothing new. You think AIDS is something new? No, AIDS ain't nothing new. HIV was the name of a tribe in the Bible. It was called High, the Hivites. HIV is the name of a tribe. But when it comes to the curse, of uh, AIDS, it comes from God because God took a king. He was a king of God and he was doing the work of God. And by the time he got like King Solomon in his older years and everything, his golden years, he took and went, uh, call himself gathering with this other king who was of other ordainings, man, and, and was living like foul. And he took a whole flock of his nation that followed him. Now these are the preachers and the pastors of our times right now that was in those times. Kings. And he took a whole flock of them and they went and built the oasis up on the highest mountain with this other king that was, I guess, pretty or whatever and laid up there and done all type of abominations and God said, I stricken you in your bowels. He said, now from this day on, he said, from this day on, you will be stricken in your bowels and, and, and you will lose your bowels until you die. Which means you dig everything you eat and all that, you it's gonna come right back out. And that are these are the symptoms of AIDS. You don't wanna you don't you you know this is for the new generation that's out here, bruh. In order to stop this you must give this word to them. If you're not giving this word to them, you're a backbiter, you're a backslider. You need to get thrown into the furnace because you're not bearing any good fruit. They go up in there and they teach people the wrong things of setting traps to imprison people to uncover their nakedness in most of these cathedrals and, 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 and altars and everything. They don't preach the word to where they help people. Not a lot of them. It says, moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife to be to defile thyself with her. Now let's go to Exodus 20:14 on that part. I like that one. Because see, this is how a lot of murder happens. A lot of murder happens because of that. 20:14 says. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You dig what I'm saying? And this is why you thou shalt not commit adultery. I was just telling you about the commandments of God is necessary because this will stop a lot of the nonsense that we go through when it comes to out of, you know, broken homes, bro. This is what calls a broken home with the kid and their parents. 
when the father comes and find out that she didn't made up, she didn't laid up there with this dude, man. Or, 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 or the woman found out this man and laid up with this woman, man. You're not supposed to do this, bro. This is dead. This them two are married. This causes broken home, not all of that, but you get your head bust. So it's like this here saying, thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire of Malich. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Now let's go to uh, Leviticus 19.12. The Leviticus 19.12 says, Ye shall keep my statutes. Thou shalt not let thy cattle gender with a diverse kind. Thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed. Neither shall a garment mingle in the lines, linen of woolen come upon thee. And that's, that's serious too when it comes to uh, wool and uh, cotton or something mixed. That causes something very bad when it comes to the skin and all that. There's a lot of things that people just don't grasp. Nobody likes discipline. But we're going to keep going. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister and all that type of stuff. Thou shalt not pass your kids. Neither shall thou lie with any beast to defile thyself. Therewith neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down there there too it is confusion and I mean these are animals true but what are you what do you choose to call yourself I mean my cat is in heat and she don't know no better but I do you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I never had a cat before. I never knew they, they, they taking the heat in this kind of manner. But, but I mean, who, if, if, if you do, if you done this, hey man, that's why Jesus sent, that's why Jesus was sent, for you to ask for forgiveness and not to do that again. That is very strange. Okay, it says, defile not yourselves in any of these things, for in all these the nation are defiled, which I cast out before you. Okay? And in, in Leviticus 18.30 it says, Therefore shall ye keep my ordainings, that ye commit not any one of these abominable customs, which were committed before you, and that ye defile not yourselves therein. I am the Lord your God. And this is what he's saying. He's saying that you learn how to do all this being captive of all these people like we most likely are right now. Because in every zip code, in every zip code worldwide, you know what I'm saying, parish or, or, or ward or whatever, county, there is a very big church. And they practice these things. And the people of the congregation does so also. And this is where you have it to where 
you're going to be tempted by the tempter to say, serve me and I will give you all this big house, big cathedral and all this other stuff and, and everything. Have these graven images, celebrate these holidays, sleep with these beasts, sleep with your neighbors, sleep with, do all the things that I say do that I want you to do against God word and preach the word saying that they are all forgiven for it not true says ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations neither any of your own nations nor any stranger that sojourn amongst you which means this here man it means this you could come and live over here but you better not bring hell in here. You better not, you better get the hell out of here. Okay? Because I'm going to knock the hell out of you. You bring that hell up in here, I'm going to knock the hell out of you. What is it for a man to stand strong in the word of God? What is it? Why is it so hard to say, man, you know, that ain't right. So why shouldn't I want to listen? If this is going to cause me some body and them functions and all this type of stuff, if this is going to cause the people that looks up to me to fall into the same trap, why would I want to do this? But in every zip code, there's these big old churches that practice these things to bow down to graven images. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to God, and you have these unclean people coming in in the camp god said kick them out of the camp do not let these people into the camp so now now brother it's not come as you are you got to get the hell out of here you're gonna lay up there and you're gonna get you, you you know we on the quarantine you know what i'm saying now you can separate yourselves and, and, and here you got the preachers and everything they don't want to touch nobody and they don't want uh 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 have no uh no sermons and all this type of stuff and all this type of stuff but guess what you that scared but here you allow these people who constantly does this stuff to come into the church you cannot come into God's house the way you are you ask for forgiveness and you stop doing what you doing then you can come into the house of the Lord that don't make no sense And the preacher dang sure can't join in with him. But you know what I'm saying? It says, For all these abominations have the man of the land done, which were before you. And the land is defiled, that the land spew not you out also, when ye defile it, as it spew out the nations that were before you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls that committed them, shall be cut off from among their people. Now, what does he mean by being cut off from their people? Let's go to 20, Leviticus 20, 6, 1. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling you over there in uh, Deuteronomy 2.30, 2.35. Even the kids get it. Now, when it comes to the children being killed and everything by God and all this other stuff, hey, bro, do you think that is you, you do you think that is God Himself or is it the people He sent? 
as you see, it was the children of Jacob that went and did this to this country that was full of wickedness and stuff. So what you think's going to happen to the people of God that's full of this wickedness and stuff? He's going to rise up some people that's going to be very strong against God's people because they hate God for number one. And guess what? God is going to turn his back and allow you and your children. You know how we out here and we screaming, man, our kids dying. You know how we out here and we screaming, man, we can't even eat. We can't even find no place to stay. It's because you're doing all these abominations that I just read to you out of Leviticus 18. And the fool that don't have the right common sense but have all the money in the world entices people to do it because they upgrade whatever living condition they're in to do this, to practice this. To practice this. Like I told you about the king who went on that, 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 that big old mountain with that other king. He thought he could just go take a vacation and build a big old oasis and all this, bro. And defile the children of God. And this is how AIDS got started. So we in uh, Leviticus 20, 1 through 6. Wait. Yeah. And it says, it says this, it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying again, Thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of children of Israel, of the children of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourn, that sojourn in, the, in Israel, that giveth any of his seed to Malach, he shall surely be put to death, the people, of the land shall stone him with stones and that's that's the bottom line man when it comes to it this is what god's saying he's saying if anybody does this type of stuff shall be put to death that's your children and everything so if if your father is sleeping with the daughter and the daughter and the son and all his other stuff bro well guess what dude there's 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 like this this i don't know i, I don't know how to put this but you know how, how they do this uh stimulus, not stimulus, what they was doing, a censor. You know how they do that, that censor to make sure that people get money and everything and all that? Hey, bro, there's a censor that's being taken out when it comes to people of God that is doing this. And when it comes to, let's say, let's say the 17th ward. The 17th ward is involved with all this, but the third ward about the Calio and everything ain't. It's gonna it's gonna be hell to pay for them. And and when it comes to people who wants to try to help them, they wind up getting punished too. See, you cannot interfere in the work of law. See, some people think it's evil when you see these people destroying some people that's full of wickedness and evilness. No. But those who corrupt them, it says in the Bible, woe to him who causes his brother to fall, to do this type of stuff. So when it comes to these preachers that know better, they go out there preaching forgiveness and, and love Jesus and pray to the cross and all that and pray to Jesus, this dude who is not even Jesus, guess what? He's not saving your soul, he's helping you die. So you can forget that. You can just forget that. But here we go, it says this here. It says, and I will set my face against that man 
and will cut him off from among his people because he had given of his seed to Melech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do any way hide their eyes from the man when he giveth of his seed unto Melech and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man and against his family and I will cut him off and all that go a whoring after him to commit whoredom with Melech from among their people and the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirit and after wizards to go a whoring after them I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off from amongst his people. And this is where, man, you want to pray to God so much, huh? All the praying in the world ain't going to help you, Jack. All the praying in the world ain't going to help you because, see, when it comes to the bitter part of the Bible, nobody wants to listen to it. Nobody wants to hearken to it because they are so caught up in their flesh and the way that they enjoy life to where the fact that these hospitals stay corrupted with people with diseases and, and gunshots and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Just just bad everything because they, they choose to do this and be cut off. Don't be expecting these doctors to give you any kind of right diagnosis or medication or help or anything because most of these people are people of God and know not to help you. Most of these people aren't people of God and won't help you. So don't get mad because they ain't got no doctors up in there that's not from your land. They're from other lands that wants to come and possess your land so they don't care if you die. You can come in there sick all you want. They're going to give you the less treatment they can and they're going to uh, give you the best uh, exit out of here. They're going to roll you out with a smile on their face is what I'm saying. So don't get mad because you, yo, 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 area ain't got people that could give you jobs and they got people from other areas that come in here and possesses all the jobs because you don't want to stay in school and know how to become an architect or a, a CEO and all that type of stuff. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Because, yeah, man, there's going to be some people that makes it out of high school and college and all that type of stuff. But to get possessed is where you will be handed over. And, yeah, man, you know, you got a lot of people that come and speak the truth of God and everything. But to be possessed is all void. All that word you just preached is void. It does not make no sense in the reality part of the world because spiritually you defiled yourself as the man of God. Now for all these cathedrals and people that's living laboratories and everything, these are the, what they call that word, man? Uh, the Satanist uh, Antichrist. I just explained what the Antichrist is. The Antichrist are people who have learned this word and went out to the world to deceive everybody. And you become slaves and, and all this type of stuff to people that are not of God. No matter how much they say they love God and preach Jesus, if they celebrate these holidays and they have these engraving images, believe me, they trap.
they blind. And they're going to lead you blind too if you don't learn this word yourself. So, I mean, is that bitter? Or, or is that sweet? Is it, is it, is, is, you know, you got to take the bitter with the sweet because, I mean, guess what? The sweet part about it is if you, it says, it says, uh, they sanctuaries. If you, uh, take over, you know what I'm saying? They statues and all that type of stuff, bro. They idols. If you knock them over and you start worshiping God the way you're supposed to, God will come in and he will get rid of all the pestilence and all this stuff. He will fight for you. That's the sweet part about doing the bitter part. If you do the bitter part of this Bible and not do with... uh. What uh, Leviticus 18 says is, is, is the biggest the biggest rule book of, of, of the whole deal. I mean, there's a lot of rules through here, but they just all repeat it because there's always some new fool that's coming. Some what, 500 years later or something, 1000 years later or something, 200, not even that, 20 years later. It could be one year later and teaches people to do the same thing to get caught up again. It is not for the preacher man to know the Bible. It's for everybody to know the Bible. It's for the preacher man to keep people intact that wants to go astray after knowing this. Like, hey, man, do you know what you're about to do? Do you know what, what, you, what you're about to do? This is for the preacher man. He, the preacher is not supposed to be weak to the flesh or this world at all when it comes to uh, defiling yourself. You think defiling yourself is having a drink or two? No. No, you think defiling yourself is having a wife as a preacher? No. You think defiling yourself is having some kind of occupation? No. Defiling yourself is just straight up graving images and all the things that's, abomin that's an abomination to God in Leviticus chapter 18. So what is it what is it for you to do? What is it for you to do? I mean, who who really wants to get rid of the lies of the world that makes that makes the world die, doesn't make it go around, that kills the world? What who wants to do that, right? Who wants to give up having a good time and sleeping with everything that moves? Who? Who wants to give that up, right? You have to stop fooling yourselves. Because see, we have a new generation that's coming up and they about to fall into the same trap because those same people at these doggone cathedrals and these altars, and hey bruh, they are living for themselves right now. They're not living for you. If they was living for you, they wouldn't be living in the way they're living that is an abomination to God. If they're a man of God and they're living of this world, they do not care about you, bro. They care about what the tempter has offered them to preach this word, serving him. Why? Why else would would the tempter? What out of all the things they could have done with Jesus? He was he went to the wilderness to be tempted by the tempter, which is your own flesh, man. 
He ain't sitting down by no devil and all that. He said the tempter. Are we all not tempted when it comes to living this life? I want something in this world I'm tempted to do whatever. You dig what I'm saying? If not, you're a fool. And this is why I don't care about trying to beg you to listen. I'd rather you just get away. There's a planet for you. It's called Planet Stupid. But at the same time, you heard me? Out of all the things that Jesus could have been tempted with, it was food, it was money and power, and it was his mental. Because now he's messing with his head, telling them, Cash, just, just kill yourself. And when it comes to this world, bruh, see, when it comes to it, this world will starve you out. And it will not give you a job. And it will not do this and, get, and all that stuff. Just to tempt you to do the wrong things. Serve the devil in order to get what you want. And this is how evil over, overlaps the scale of righteousness. Because nobody don't understand that all that stuff that you're tempted for is going to kill you faster. Eventually, it's going to kill you faster. Whether you want some drugs or you want some food, some nice food or some nice clothes or a nice car, fast car or a big house. All that stuff people get killed for. All that stuff people get killed eventually having too much of. People envy you. People set you up for the trap to get your money and put uh, hits out on you because you got this and all that, you know. And I'm like, you know, when it comes to like, you know, the the uh, the, the cry now, cry no, smile now, cry later sign, um of uh, uh, um New Orleans, you know, I ain't even say of New Orleans. That's just the tradition that was brought here. But the voodoo part about it is, is that you smile in the bad times, you cry in the good times. You know what I'm saying? I said this before. It's, 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 this is what was given to me. And it's because that in the good times, you cry because everybody wants to hurt you. Nobody wants to see you happy. You miserable. Everybody wants to kidnap you and extort you and all this type of stuff. Just put shame on your name and everything. No matter even if you're with the Lord. If you're with the Lord and you're happy with the Lord, nobody wants to see you happy. Especially with God. Not the evil of this world. So you you crying you crying in the good times. It's supposed to be good times. Why am I crying? People are hurting your loved ones and all this other stuff. So you smile, you know, and, and you smile in the bad times because it can't get no worse than this. You know what I'm saying? You'll wind up killing yourself. And this is what the tempter was doing on that mountain. You know, you tempted to kill yourself because of how bad it is. You can't live right, you can't eat right, you can't dress right, you can't do nothing right. I mean, the only thing I can do right is this word. You know why? Because it's not me that's doing it. If I was doing this word, I would be just like these people you see at this cathedral and everything. You heard me? What they call it again? Uh, uh, an antichrist. If I was doing this word myself, this is the only thing I can do right because I am not doing this. And anything that you want to try to do in this world, if you do not put God in your life and allow him to be first in everything that you do, it's not going to go right. You can believe that. 
and you're going to be crying in the good times. You feel me? So, I mean, what's the, what's the whole reason for a cop that's out here patrolling to make sure that people don't come into this hospital and kill nobody and everything and, and there's nobody out here stealing nobody's purses and everything to come and remove me off of a sidewalk trying to stand in the shed to do the God's, do the Lord's work. What is it for him to do that, right? It's, it's the temptation of this world because in order for him to have this job and all that, he has to do wrong. And I, be, I, I, I really play on the sympathy of some people when it comes to doing stuff like that. I play on the sympathy of them like I did with them. Like, oh, so you mean two feet behind me is their property? But right here on this sidewalk ain't? And I mean, it's ridiculous, brother, if you really see it. And I played on his sympathy because I know he's just doing his job, but I'm pointing out how foolish this is and how, you know what I'm saying, the people that puts him involved with people like me makes it hard for him to do his job because of the public, Police are only trying to do whatever the law says for them to do. And it makes it hard for them to even much be able to do their job because the public is oppressed. And all them people want to do is make it home too. They're they trying to make a living also as well as keep people safe. But it be the nonsense. It's like when people do something wrong to a person and then they send the cops to beat you up from protesting in the streets. Spray you with mace and all that. You don't want this type of stuff in your neighborhood, in your community. You get out there and you try to protest. Hey, man, you're going to get beat up. And guess who does it? The people that lives in your community that, that are the same people you are. The chosen tribes, most likely, are people of God. But the people that's in the church that ministers to these people who makes these laws and everything and promotes these cops, he said this, he said that the... Uh, the Antichrist, they are going out into the world. And they promote cops and doctors and food sandwich makers and all that. And you go into these restaurants and everything, you eat their food or whatever, but you don't know what they're putting in your food, boy, and bringing it out to you. Especially if they're from other places trying to take over your land. You will want to be careful. You will want to stay in school. And you will want to be uh, uh, aware of your community and of God and of the people of this world. Because at the end of the day, hey, bro, we are all slaves. We are all slaves to a world that's, that's just out to kill us all. No matter who possess land or whatever. Your soul is what's going to be killed in the end. So, we're going to end this. And we're going to take a nice time to say, may the angels say amen. And let the world say word.